This is Bill. I am Winston. I hope you guys are all doing well. Excited that as we start third year with this show for all creatives, that a wonderful guest here to talk to you all about today. Um, she is an amazing one. She is so she is from my hometown area, and she is a great actress and creator. So. Every one let's welcome up to the wonderful jasmine ahini jasmine hello how are you thank you hello how are you i am fantastic so what we do is we always ask initially like right now we are still in a tumultuous for our world and so we always ask our colleagues that come on to talk about one thing as a creative right now one thing if you're a creative right now or one tool that you use when you're ready to put on the masterpiece, you're ready to go on stage or the camera, what's one bit of preparation or thing that you do in order to start your, your creative moments on? Ah, man, there's so much that I could, I could pull from, but I would say the root of it all is to just know that you can do it. Like if there's something that you wanna do, you have to believe that you can actually do it, no matter how hard it's going to be, um, no matter you know how long it might take, no matter what other people are saying on the outside. The, the root of it all is just to believe that you can do it. And once you believe that you can do it, there's do anything you want. So that's where I would start. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I, I tell people all the time that everything is created twice. You know, it's created mm -hmm. in our head first, and then it's created in yeah. reality. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes some of us could be, we could actually go in reverse if we think things negatively about ourselves. <laughs> I could actually have that a reverse true. effect. Yes. <laughs> especially, especially, you know, many of us as we've grown up in life, someone would say to us, yeah, you can't do that or you shouldn't do that, etc." And if we let that mm -hmm. sit there in our brains, it can affect us in, in ways that yeah. we don't really know. For sure. So welcome again. A little bit about you and your creative journey. Tell us what you're up to. Just give us a little bit about Jasmine. All right. Well, hello, everyone who doesn't know me, which is probably most of you guys. <laughs> uh, my name is Jasmine Ani. I'm an actor, uh, producer, writer, overall creator here in the Atlanta area. Um, I am mainly an actor, but I also produce my own short films. Um, I also have a brand called the, the Creators Brand, which is geared towards creators of all kinds. Um, and the, just to create a community um, of support for creators. Because like you said earlier, we do have a lot of people telling you that you may not, you should not do this, or you might not be able to succeed at this, but the the point of the brand is to create a community of us that support each other, that believe in each other. Um, so that's what I focus my efforts on, building that brand, um, acting, of course, and then, you know, I do my short films on the side to stay busy. That's awesome. The creator's brand, tell us about the genesis of that. What, what was, tell us more, why'd you start it and where can, how does creators plug in to that brand? Sure. So, um, first being an actor and, you know, um, I've been blessed that I have parents that support my journey. 
But of course, there are friends that I have that maybe their parents don't support them because they feel like they should go into a more lucrative field that's, you know, more lucrative faster or maybe a more safe field. Um, and I'm also a film professor. So I have a lot of students or I've had a lot of students over the years whose parents really didn't support them. Um, they're in this expensive program, but they have no support at home. So it's like, I kind of, that's kind of how the creator's brand came to be because I wanted a space people, even if the people closest to them didn't support them. Like, that's okay. We got you. You know what I mean? It's like, we all deal with similar struggles. We all deal with, you know, similar things in our ear just because of the nature of whatever it is that we do, whether it's acting, whether it's drawing, whether it's dancing. Um, it just seems like all the creative fields have some sort of, you know, negativity coming at them when it comes to actually pursuing it as a full-time career. So I just wanted to create a space where everyone feels comfortable and proud of whatever type of art they do. Um, and right now I sell mugs, um, but I want to branch that off into events and resources and things, you know, in the community for everyone who does any type of creative job. Wow. That's awesome. So if someone wanted to join it or to hear more about it, how, did, how would they do that? Uh, I have a website. It's called www.thecreatorsbrand.com. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram at the creators brand. So everything is there. Yeah. That's, that is that is awesome. Thecreatorsbrand.com. Yes. So we are going to share that with those um, on here. So awesome. while we do that, I wanted to ask a question of you. Um, okay. So you are here in the Atlanta area, but you're not originally from Atlanta. If I, you know, anyone who hears no. you talk for five minutes knows that. <laughs> so tell us about how did you come? How did you get to the city? It's a very a very short story. Um, I, I actually moved to Augusta first and I moved when I was uh, younger. So it really wasn't my choice. It was my mom's choice. Um, gotcha. And so I lived in Augusta for a few years. And then um, when it was time to graduate, I just wanted to go back to New York. Um, but somehow I, I ended up finding Kennesaw State University, which is where I went for undergrad. Um, and I said, you know what, maybe I'll stay in Georgia and check out the Atlanta scene. So I've been in Atlanta since 2009, off and on. Of course, I went off to grad school. I went to um, California for grad school. But I've been here in Atlanta off and on for maybe eight years about now. So, wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you went to Kennesaw State, which is where I went to grad school. Um, I really yes, enjoyed that yes. university. Um, so that Thank is awesome. So you. since you're here, 2009, right? So that you're not a newcomer per se, but you are newer than people like myself who've been here right. for half of my life. But what what oh, is wow. your impression? Yeah. So what is your impressions of the city? You know, since you've been here for a decade. Uh, um, I gotta be honest with you. I'm gonna be totally honest. At first, I really wasn't feeling it. Um, I had to, it took me a while to find my groove here and to find, you know, where I fit in and where I was comfortable. Um, 
it took me meeting new people. Like my college, my college years here were great because you know I was on campus. But after that, it was like, okay, what do I do now? In um, creatively, where what new friends can I make that I can collab with? Um, you know, just really exploring that part of the city outside of college and just being an adult and just learning my way and maneuvering through being a creator, um, but also enjoying the city. And a lot of times I was like, dang, should I move back to New York now? Because I don't know if I feel quite right here. Um, but maybe like three years ago, I finally found my groove and we've been rocking ever since. I think Atlanta is a great place for young black creatives. Um, yes. We all know that. So I think, you know, once I found my groove, it's been smooth sailing. I love it here. That, that, that is awesome. Yeah. I, it is, um, I, I, for many of those same reasons, but when I first came here for a while, I had to drive around, like I had to go to like the city ports for a while because it was such yeah. a, such a transition. Cause I was like, well, I, I wasn't used to being way out from a city metro area. Yes. And so, you know, yes. you're everywhere, something going on everywhere. And so, as time's exactly. going on, I've become, I've become very much in love with the city and yeah, the fact that same. there's so many creators around here. There's yeah. so many wonderful people. Yeah. I would say the one trick that we have to do is we have to learn how to tie things together. So mm -hmm. if someone's got a show, so Jasmine's and Joe are doing a, you know, a film and you got a premiere and you see this thing going on and mm -hmm. you share it with me, I'm coming. It, it doesn't matter Love that. deeply or not. If you say, hey, I got a thing, I'm coming to it. And I think that is, that is a challenge because all of us have so many potential things coming at us about what we're right. spend our time. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather spend time supporting people that I care about. So I love that. That, that is a, it's a big deal. So tell us about it. How did you get into acting? How did you, you know, what, is you always in your life? Have you always been in the creative for you personally? How, how did you get into it? Yeah, I'm one of those people who's known I wanted to act since I was a kid. So even when I was still in New York, I was taking acting classes when I was eight years old. Every, every weekend in the city, I would be in acting classes. Um, I was always involved in the arts. I was taking acting classes, African dance classes. Um, and then I ended up going to a fine arts middle and high school. So, you know, I was still in the arts. I was, my, my majors were um, theater and dance. So there's that. Um, when I went to college, I, I started off as a theater major. Um, and then I was a double major with theater and communication, just because that theater major, um, that theater program wasn't the, quite the right fit for me. Um, so I ended up graduating with a communications degree, but after I graduated, I was like, no, I need more, um, when it comes to acting, like I've been doing theater my whole life, but I really, really want to do film. I ended up, you know, after I graduated college, I was like, yes, I'm done with school, no more school, grad school, psh, whatever. And then I ended up finding a grad program, um, at New York Film Academy, which is where I graduated from that, uh, had an acting for film program, which is exactly what I wanted to do. 
and I ended up moving to California for the moment. I probably completed my application process within like six months and I was out of here. Moved cross country just at the spur of the moment. Um, so I've always had an interest in the arts in general, uh, specifically with acting. As I, and as I got older, I kind of just narrowed it down to acting for film. Uh, and after I graduated, got an agent, been auditioning, working, just in acting for film ever since. So <clears throat> it's definitely always been a passion of mine, though, for sure. That's awesome. So tell us what are you up to these days? Like what's a most recent project or, or if you have anything upcoming? Um, I recently did a, um, I guess it was more so of an advertisement for a mental health awareness project. Um, that's the most recent project I did. I'm actually working on my next short film. Well, actually next two short films. They're both written um, but, you know, I'm in that editing phase where I'm reading is exactly how I want it to be. Uh, hopefully we'll film those, at least one of those before the year is out. Um, but other than that, just constantly auditioning. I cannot complain with my agent. She sends me great auditions. So, um, yeah, just grinding and, you know, working at the same time, working a full-time job and pursuing this acting thing at the same time. So just staying busy, to say the least. That's, that's that's awesome. So your 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 agent does she or he find new things in commercial or film or are you just open to any kind of thing? Yeah, she actually sends um commercial auditions and television auditions. She actually she also sends us print too. So it's kind of like all of the above. You mean like like modeling kind of thing? Yes, modeling. So mm hmm have you done any of that in your, in your time? Any modeling? I have. Um, I have. I have um, a good amount of modeling experience. I um, have done a good amount of fashion shows. I've done a little bit of print. Um, I think the last print gig that I did was a couple years ago. I did for the uh, Harlem Globetrotters, um, but definitely have some runway experience as well. That's awesome. So, yeah. Is, is, so great to see your energy and your vigor. And one of the things I tell people all the time, especially as they go on through this creative life, is that something will pop up and they'll go, I don't know. I don't know if I should keep doing this. <laughs> and it is, yeah. you probably have seen that same kind of thing too. And, and in my opinion, yeah. those who win are those who stay consistent, those who True. continue along. Yeah. You know, so tell us. And I do. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I did want to add to that. Like, it is natural to have those moments of doubt sometimes, especially when you're at it. Um, I just, I want to put that out there because, you know, we can't be on 100% of the time. Sometimes we are going to feel defeated. Sometimes we are going to feel discouraged. Sometimes we are going to feel tired. But it's in those moments where you have to remember that you believe in yourself and that if this is something that you really want to do, you have to just keep going because... Like they say, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So, that's awesome. Yeah. So, what do you when you, when you have those moments? What what do you do? What what is like, you have those moments where you go, man, this is not going, a hundred percent according to plan. What what does Jasmine do to kind of make sure that you keep pouring into yourself? What what are some things that you do? On, like allowing yourself to rest. When I feel tired. I rest. 
Um, because I feel like when you overwork yourself, you're going to get burnt out. And then sometimes you get so burnt out to the place where you can't do it anymore. So when I'm tired, when I feel, um, you know, I'm at a point that I'm just really, really discouraged, I just take a break. I step away for a minute. You know, I breathe, I gather myself, I gather my thoughts. Um, and I just remind myself, like, you know, I'm in this for the long haul. So it's not always going to be easy. And that's okay. So we're going to have certain feelings that are going to come up, and that's okay. Um, but at the end of the day, if it's something you want to do and, you, and you're putting forth the effort that you feel like you should be to, in order to succeed, then you got to keep going. Now, if you don't feel like you're putting forth that effort, then you got to think to yourself, and you're like, what can I do um, to be better? What more do I need to do? Where am I lacking? And then, you know, just sit back, reevaluate, take a breath, get yourself together, and then get back in there. That's awesome. Yeah, so for those of you who are out there, you're here with the wonderful Jasmine. Jasmine, pronounce your last name. I think I messed it up earlier. Make sure. I oh, say no it right. problem. It's Ani. Ani. Woo. Yes. Did I still mess it up or did I get it right? <laughs> no, you good. Ani. Jasmine. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, in your life, tell us about those who influenced you. Um, maybe some mentors or some people that you look towards and you aspire or you they inspire you tell us about some of those people sure um this is going to be kind of like a cliche answer but my mom is my greatest inspiration because she has and when i say always i mean always push for me whatever it is that i want to do she's always there to encourage me she's always there to support me in whatever way she can um you know, when I'm not feeling good about myself, she's there to pick me back up and remind me that I'm that girl. You know what I mean? So <laughs> she is my, yeah, she's she's my biggest inspiration for sure. Um, as far as mentors, you want to know something. I've actually never had a mentor, and I, I wish that I had, but I've never had a mentor. Wow. So um, I think mentor, mentors are extremely important, um, but just to be honest, I when I'm looking at, you know, TV or film or anything like that, I'm just always studying. Um, I, I like to see people's journeys of being, you know, getting their breakout role and then, you know, where they are five years in. So I'm just always watching and I'm just always studying to see, oh, what path did this, did, did this person take? Or what miraculously right. happened with this person? How did this come about? And I'm just always just looking and just looking at people's journeys and people's paths. Yeah, so I'm gonna ask you a question about that, but I wanna ask about something different real quick. So what's the coolest thing either you, coolest things watched or you went to go see, like whether it's a movie or something like that? <laughs> Coolest thing I've watched or went to go see. That is, ooh, what a question. Um, let us see. I'm like scanning through every movie and show I've ever seen in my life. Um, <laughs> I'm sure that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, 
Well, let me ask it this way. What's a uh-huh. movie or TV show that anytime you want to get inspired to, you know, like something you might have seen in the past, but every time you yeah. watch it, you feel the same kind of way. You feel like, oh, this is so cool. Everything like you, I'm, I'm yeah. back up because I've seen this thing for the eighth, for the millionth time. What's show? What's something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you want to know this? This is probably um, not going to be the most popular answer, um, but I'm really big into, I don't know if you watched um, the show All American and All American Homecoming, um, but I'm really big on those two shows. Um, of course, All American came first. Uh, the lead actor, Daniel Ezra, I love watching him because he is like an expert at simplicity. And you know, when you're on film, film and theater are totally different. So where you can be over the top in theater, you cannot do that on film because you're gonna look crazy. Um, And I think that Daniel Ezra is really, really good at keeping it simple and not going over the top and just being very, very authentic. Um, And I've actually, I've learned from watching that show because I have moments of person. on a normal day, I'll be making some crazy faces, and it does not translate well when I'm watching my audition tapes. So it's like <laughs> watching him on All American um, just consistently, I'm learning there's moments where you could tone it down a little bit. Like there's moments where you don't have to feel like you have to convey a certain emotion. It's going to come if you feel it on the inside. Um, gotcha. And then with All American, homecoming i just feel like that show really kind of uh emulates the the vibe of atlanta it's set at an hbcu they just really did a good job with bringing that you know that black city vibe um to the show and it's like a good twist because all american is set in california and then all-American Homecoming is set in Atlanta. So I think they just did a really good job with that. Wow. I am not familiar yeah. with this. I, I've heard it before, but like there's so mm-hmm. many things I haven't seen in life. Um, yeah. Where's that, where that show? What channel or platform? It's on the CW. Oh, on the CW. Okay, cool. So I'm all in it. So you heard it, all American. That sounds exciting to me. <laughs> uh, yes, no. definitely. Yeah. Jasmine, we're sharing your your website here. Um, oh, thank you. It, it's it's yournamecom and so yes. you've got a lot of a lot of pieces in here. Uh, I really do mm-hmm. like it. Pieces in here of thank you. So one thing I see in here that we didn't talk about is voiceover, about that. Mm. Voiceover, you know, voiceover is, I have a little bit of experience in voiceover, but I would like to get a lot more into voiceover work, as you could see on there. Um, And I've done a few things. I've done a few independent projects. I've gotten a few voiceover auditions, but it's something that I definitely want to get more into. the thing I'm most interested in is cartoons, animation. Just because, you know, I'm not afraid to look crazy. I'm not afraid, afraid to sound crazy. I'll do all types of stuff. So I think cartoons would 
be a good avenue for that because you know you got kid voices, you got adult voices, you got those you know loony sounding voices. I think cartoons. Yeah. There are so many things that you can do with cartoons, and that's something that I'm really really interested in. That's fantastic, fantastic. So thank you so much for joining. One of the questions I ask every guest when we get closer to the time together. And you've answered this to a certain extent um, earlier. And I always want to paint this picture of this question as I ask it. And, and the reason why we created this podcast is that we know that there are creatives out there who want to hear about journeys like yourself. And they also want to, there's also that are struggling. And not just struggling financially, but they're struggling to be a creator. Or they're having the pressures of life to get to them. Mm-hmm. But they say to themselves, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Or I don't know what this is manifesting. And when I started this podcast, this was something that was more theoretical, you know, because I knew of just a few people, but now it's time is going over going on. So many creators, Jasmine, that are just like, I don't know. And I'm at Wixen, I ain't trying to figure it out no more. I'm, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. And every time I hear one of those people, I get sad. I guess mm-hmm. like, man, especially some of these people are like really talented and they are just, yeah. and they stop. And I know as a person who probably did what they're doing years ago, that's slowing down and stopping something that you really dig is, you know, it, it might work out for people like work out for me because, you know, X amount of years later, I got to go back to it. But sometimes it, it, I hear it and I go, man, that's not the most awesome thing ever. So right now you're having a conversation with that person. Winston's not in the room, you and this person, like they're saying, Jasmine, I don't know. I know that I love everything you said, but I ain't feeling it. I got to go do something else. I got to go do something else. And you're, you, you look back at them and you want to, Share something with them that will, at a minimum, inspire them to keep going. What do you tell that person? I would tell that person, get it together. Because if it's something that you really enjoy and it's something that you're passionate about, I don't care how hard it is, you got to keep going. Now, if it's something that mm, you don't really like, but you're doing it because you want to see if something will come of it, let it go. But if it's something that you really, really, truly want to do, and you feel like deep down in your heart, it's something that you are supposed to, then keep going. Because whatever you're creating is going to help someone in some way. It could be now. It could be five years from now. It could be 10 years from now. Nobody knows you know, how our journey is going to go and how, you know, our story is going to end. So, you know, God gave us all a gift. And if he gave you a particular gift, you better use that thing. Because there's a reason why he gave it to you. And there are people out there that are going to benefit from whatever it is that you're creating. And you don't know how they're going to benefit. You don't know. Um, but it would be selfish of you to keep that gift to yourself because, oh, it's hard. You know what I mean? And it's okay to 
be discouraged. Like I said earlier, it's okay to feel those moments where, you know, you're overwhelmed. But take a second, dust it off, get it together, and keep going. Because not only is that going to benefit yourself because you're going to feel good that you did it, it's going to benefit somebody else down the line as well. Yeah, one of the things you said there that is so impactful and hope for those who are listening to it, it just resonates with you, is that you don't know who else it impacts, but you continue to do what you're doing. There have been plenty of times where myself and probably many of us will go, oh, well, you know, I did that thing, a whole bunch of people there, or I did that thing and only X amount of people hit like, and then we use that as a way to justify ourselves inside of that. But yes. we don't really know yes. who really saw us, who really saw that thing. That yes. And I've experienced, well, just by consistently mm -hmm. distant, someone says, hey, I saw your thing there. Here's an opportunity for you. Yes. I, I wouldn't have done, it wouldn't have come about stopped if I said, well, you know, this ain't getting it. I ain't get. I ain't get a million views on my thing. So my hands, I'm gonna stop. That happens. That's like a. That's a real psychological thing. I think that we are dealing with. So what you, what you yes. said there's so point. You know, so yeah. on point. And I love that you added the social media bit in there too, because a lot of us validate our art with social media likes and social media shares and just social media in general. And it's like, yeah, it is a great tool. You know, it does exist these days, we, you know, as a creator or a creative, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty widely used amongst us, but you can't validate yourself on social media. Because like you said, you don't, you may have gotten a certain amount of likes, but you don't know how many people saw it. You don't know who showed it to who and was inspired by it. You know what I mean? So I, I love that you mentioned that social media because a lot of people get caught up in social media these days. And, and although social media is a great tool, if you use it correctly, it's not everything. So I love that you mentioned that. I have a lot of a lot of positive beliefs and feelings on social media because it's done a lot of good things. You mm -hmm. know, I met family, met family members I would not know existed because of social media. Oh, wow. I just, That's I just, cool. I just wouldn't have met them, and so I would say ninety percent of it is pretty good. Is is, mm -hmm. is, but I do know that that ten percent can logically harm us. Whether you're eight, yeah. <laughs> in some ways, you know, people, how many people, like, you know, blah, blah, yeah. you know, and then people, you know, they react to that and they start to do side of themselves you know they do things for the likes or whether that's yep. dressing a certain kind of wedding a certain kind of thing and and that is not who we or anyone should be and i think it's having like it's us like a matrix or something it's like why not? it's like my brain's a little bit to realize right. that, that it's so it is, is important than what it was what we should be doing which is like what we are doing like this conversation this is good use of technology <laughs> like, exactly and talk about you exactly and what did you that that's good technology 
So, Jazz, it's been so fantastic to have you ask this question. I always ask to everyone, and, and I, I already know that the answer is yeah, and that is that we would love to have you come back and spend time. Oh, of course. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. So tell people out there, what are the best ways to connect with you? Um, Instagram, of course, as we were just talking about, uh, you can find me at Jasmine Ani. That's J-A-S-M-I-N-E-A-H-N-I-E. Um, that, that's my name on all social media platforms. And then if you wanted to follow, it's just the creator's brand on Instagram and Facebook. Yes, I, I did on the on the on um, on the Instagram on Instagram. Yes, yes. I'm going to pull that back up there just for everyone to see it. Okay. So again, Jasmine, so awesome to have you here with us today. Uh, I, you are thank you much. You are wonderfully inspiring. Uh, I really appreciate I you appreciate being here. So for those of you who are out there, please remember that, that this year we are having our signature event, Kiana's Voice, after my named after my niece, Kiana, who is 31 years old, and she, and she talks to us all from heaven. Um, and so that will be on November 12th at the Mary Max Tea Room here in Atlanta. So Jasmine... You are the first podcast where I've officially announced where we're going to have that signature event. So it's going to be at, love it. It's going to be a Mary Max Tea Room on November twelfth at five p.m. We are going to have a blast, and we're going to talk about young people and how do we help pour into them. So that is Make sure going you to be come fun. out. That's exactly right. And so if you want to <laughs> donate, cash app, you can donate. We are. We are close, we are over $2,000 of our goal for this year. So we are $2,000 for our goal of getting towards a minimum of $4,000 to pour into a creator. And so I thank everyone who's donated so far. Uh, if you go to kianasvoice.org, you will actually see the donors and who they, and in their different levels, so whether they're bronze or gold uh, donor. So please do that. It's going to be an amazing time. It's going to be so much fun. Jasmine, I believe Jasmine is going to be there. And so no, everyone's got to make yes. sure that. <laughs> so this is Winston Wilson with the Creativity Cocktail. Please also visit my new podcast, my new audio-only podcast called The Productivity Cocktail. And that is on Apple. And that allowed me to talk about things I do to help me be more effective and more productive that I've been Doing, going through various productivity systems for over de for several decades. And so I share that with you. And I share ways that you can be more productive and effective. So everyone that's out there, let's make sure that we thank Jasmine for joining Jasmine. You are phenomenal. Thank you so much, Winston. Have thank you me. part of the podcast today.